Hello and welcome to another episode of Nighthawk Sports, the channel where we discuss Cardinals baseball, blues hockey, and much more. Today's episode is going to be in the much more category. Aside from baseball and hockey, we're going to talk about the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. Nick and Zach here with you. Zach, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. It's the first episode we've done in a while. And me and Zach, we both have really busy work schedules, and I've, I've gone on a trip, he's gone on a trip. We've both taken some much-needed vacations from work, but we are back to talk about the NFL draft. So let's talk about the first round, starting with pick number one, which really was a no-brainer, in my opinion, for the Cincinnati Bengals. They go with LSU quarterback and Heisman winner Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is a very, very talented quarterback. Uh, started out at Ohio State, but wasn't good enough to start there and went to LSU and found his own way and became a much better athlete and grew into his own and college football national champion, Heisman winner, and he's going to have a very good career in the NFL with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he will, too. And there's, there's always a question of when a quarterback gets drafted – early and even picked first because not a lot of quarterbacks have gone on to have great careers unless your name is Peyton Manning but you look at guys like Matt Leinard who were picked who was picked really early didn't really do much and then you look at guys like Baker Mayfield who are still getting their legs under him so it'll be interesting to see what Joe Burrow does but I think Cincinnati would have been crazy to pass on him but I think Cincinnati drafted really well, and we'll talk more about that in our next episode when we break down each team. But we'll move on to pick number two, and to me this was also a no-brainer for the Washington Redskins as they went with Ohio State defensive end Chase Young. Chase Young is a very, very big man, six foot five, 265 pounds, Big Ten male athlete of the year, and Big Ten is one of the best football, second best football conference in college football. And I'm a big Lions fan. Lions picked third in the draft. I was hoping there was some way, somehow possible, he slipped to the third pick. But he is a very, very talented guy. Very fast, very big, very scary. And I can't wait to see him do big things with the Washington Redskins. And like you said, um, you were hoping, since the Lions picked third, that's your team. You're hoping that Chase Young would fall to maybe that third spot, so hopefully the Lions could pick him up. But to me, the first two picks were no-brainer. I knew Burrow was going to go number one, and then Chase Young was going to go number two. But now we'll move on to pick number three, which, Zach, I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, they went with Ohio State, another Ohio State athlete, cornerback Jeff Okuda. It's weird to think that the first three players taken in the draft were all at, on the same team at one point. Yeah. Shows Ohio State's recruiting talents right there. But uh, Jeff Okuda, uh, the cornerbacks was a big, big need for the Lions. Matt Patricia's scheme is wants to play man defense, and you see how they, that went for them last year. They won 3-12-1, and one, couldn't stop anything. Uh Darius Slay, we let Darius Slay walk because he wanted too much money, so we got rid of our best cornerback, and we needed one desperately. So we went out, and we got the best cornerback in the draft. So I'm not upset with it because I already knew Chase Young was going to the Redskins, but anywhere between 
the third pick and the tenth pick, they could have went anywhere because Lions had a lot of talk picking Justin Herbert and Tua. And I'm so happy they did that, didn't do that because they still have a great quarterback in Matt Stafford. And uh, just don't be surprised to see the Lions do big things this year. The NFC North isn't that great. Lions had a good, lot of good offseason acquisitions and a very great draft. I think so, too. And even as a Packers fan, from my standpoint, it would be nice to see Matthew Stafford win that Super Bowl someday. I don't know if it's going to be this year or really ever, but I think he's more than earned it. He's played for a lot of struggling Lions teams, so it'd be cool to find, see him get a good team within him because it seems like he's had to carry Detroit ever since the start of his career. So I think Jeff Okuda is a very solid pick. I agree with you, Zach. He's the best quarterback in the draft, so I think that's a very solid pick for Detroit. And pick number four for the New York Giants, they went with Georgia offensive lineman Andrew Thomas. And I think this is a good pick for the Giants because they're following a common theme, it seems like. Whenever a team drafts a quarterback, the next thing they do is draft a good offensive lineman. So last year... The Giants drafted Daniel Jones, and this year they went with them with no lineman. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Daniel Jones can grow into his own because they got one of the best running backs in football in Saquon Barkley. If they can get Daniel Jones to become a decent running back, decent quarterback, and uh, be able to throw the ball and still get Barkley his 40 carries and be able to protect him, Offensive line was the biggest need for the Giants, and they sure did good with Andrew Thomas. Big, six foot five, three hundred and fifteen pounds, unanimous All American, second, two time first team All SEC. Great, great player. All righty, and absolutely, the second player in the draft was Andrew Thomas from the SEC. And yeah, like that common theme that we mentioned, they drafted Saquon Barkley in two thousand eighteen. Very next year, they got Daniel Jones, and this year they got a lineman to protect them both. So I like the pick. It's a very solid pick, and like you said, it's a very much-needed position to fill for the New York Giants, so I like it. And pick number five, one of the more famous picks, the second quarterback drafted in the draft, and it's Al- and by the Miami Dolphins, it's Alabama quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. Tua is a great quarterback. Uh, Miami's playing a dangerous game, drafting an injured quarterback, but I've seen his videos. Dude looks as healthy as ever. I loved the guy, loved watching him play. Great quarterback and very talented. And I can't wait to see him play with the Dolphins this year, who also had a great draft and a great offseason picking up big-name players. I think so, too. And the, the Dolphins, when I looked at who they drafted beyond the first round, like I said, we'll, we'll break into more of that on our next episode when we go team by team. But I thought the Dolphins drafted really well and picking Tua. And we'll see some more picks in the first round from the Dolphins. But they drafted Tua, and they also drafted an offensive line to protect him. So it's a very solid pick. I think... He could be as good as Patrick Mahomes. I know that's a bold claim, and I may catch some flack for saying that, but Tua just seems like a very versatile player like Patrick Mahomes is, and I think he's capable of being a great quarterback in the NFL. And playing with the poise that he always plays with, I think he's a great pick 
by the Miami Dolphins. You just don't see very many left-handed quarterbacks in there anymore. And there, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to pick number six, another quarterback by the Los Angeles Chargers. They went with Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert. So, the third quarterback in the draft, Justin Herbert, went to the Los Angeles Chargers, and I think this is a. I know I keep saying this a lot. Good pick by the team who whoever picks in this round, but I think this is probably one of the most important positions that need to be filled. So Justin Herbert, I think it's a good addition to the Los Angeles Chargers. I agree. Big, big, big quarterback, six six, two hundred and forty pounds. Uh, they let Philip Rivers walk away this year, so the job's his. And uh, they're going to start off fresh. They let their running back and Melvin Gordon walk, so they're rebuilding. They still got Keenan Allen to throw to, still got Hunter Henry. He's going to have some weapons to throw to, but I just don't see a very big year. Big year for the Chargers. It's going to be half rebuild with a lot of good talent still, but they have nothing to lose. It's all on him. Well, I'll just go ahead and say this. They're not going to win the AFC West. I think the Chiefs are more than likely going to win it again. But I think they can I think they can compete for that second spot. It's going to be a tough year for L.A., especially after the year they had last year and trying to rebuild with a brand-new quarterback and not much of a foundation around him. So it'll be interesting, but still a good pick by L.A. And moving on to pick number seven from, let's see, by the Carolina Panthers. They draft... Auburn defensive lineman Derek Brown, and this one was kind of kind of a shocker to me. It really wasn't a big shock yeah. to me because uh, he was a guy who I really could have saw the Lions drafting third overall because he was a big big need for the Lions. Lions haven't been able to stop the run since God knows how long. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. They can't stop anything. So big guy, six five, three hundred and thirty pounds. First team All-SEC on the D-line. That's pretty good. Defensive player of the year in 2019. Great, great player. And the Panthers got an animal. I think they do, too. The reason why I said I was surprised was because they just let Cam Newton walk. So I figured maybe they draft a quarterback, but there's already been three quarterbacks picked in the draft by the time the Panthers got to pick. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes out. That's kind of one of the more questionable ones to me, but... All in all, a solid, a solid D lineman in Derek Brown. Pick number eight by the Arizona Cardinals, Clemson linebacker Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons is a great all-around defensive player. You can stick him anywhere on the field. Played snaps at safety, linebacker, edge, D line. He played everything on the defensive field. And he's a big man, 6'4", 240 pounds, unanimous All-American. Defensive Player of the Year in the ACC in 2019. First team All-ACC. He is a very good player and a very, very good pick for the Arizona Cardinals. I think any player that comes out of Dabo Sweeney's program and into the NFL is a very promising prospect, and Isaiah Simmons is nothing short of that. I think he's going to have a great career in the NFL, and I think the Cardinals picked well. Last year they went with Kyler Murray as their first overall pick. Their season wasn't great. It was better than the year before, but I think their progress is just going to keep going up and up. So we'll move on to pick number nine by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They went with with the University of Florida's cornerback, C.J. Henderson. 
C.J. Henderson is a very talented cornerback, second-best cornerback in the draft, and uh, first-team All-SEC, two-time second-team All-SEC. He's a great. He's a decent. I'm not going to call him great. He's a decent cornerback, second-best in the draft. Cornerback wasn't a very stocked position this year in the draft. He's a bigger corner, 6'1", 202 pounds, and I think he'll fit in nicely with the rebuilding Jaguars. I think so, too. And uh, Gardner Minshew on the offensive side did a good job of really filling in that missing link that Jacksonville's really had for a while. So now they, they kind of feel like, I'm guessing, that they have their quarterback now. Now they can focus more on the defense. So I think it's a solid pick for Jacksonville. Pick number 10 by the Cleveland Browns, Alabama offensive lineman Jedrick Wills. And I like this pick. I do, too. Jedrick Wills is a big, fast, talented offensive lineman. You don't hear very much about the offense in Blackman. you got to go back and look at film because you never get – you never hear about all the offensive linemen talk. You hear about the nice catches, the big runs, the nice throws. But they're the big uglies up front who don't get the credit they deserve. And this dude is light on his feet, 6'4", 312 pounds, and uh, – Knows how to play college football national champion with Alabama. So, very good pick for the Browns who need to protect Baker Mayfield. And also Kareem Hunt, too, and Odell Beckham Jr. And I think they've got most of the offensive pieces that they needed. I think what they were missing was a really good offensive line. So, I think that's a smart pick, picking Jedrick Wills, 10th overall. And moving on to pick number 11, another offensive lineman drafted by the New York Jets. Louisville offensive lineman Mackie Becton. This was a really shock pick to me because this man is a big man, six foot seven, three hundred and sixty-five pounds. Good luck getting through that defensive lineman. <laughs> uh, very talented, very fast for how big he is. Uh, he won the Jacobs Blocking Award in 2019, first team All ACC, and very talented guy. And they need him helping. Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnold. I think so, too. And that's another team, like you mentioned, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold. Um, those are still some newer faces for the New York Jets. And now that they've got their quarterback and their running back, now they need another guy to protect those two guys. So I think it's a solid pick for the New York Jets. Moving on to pick number 12 by the Las Vegas Raiders, Alabama wide receiver, the first wide receiver picked in the draft, Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. Yeah, Derek Carr needed some more weapons to throw to after Antonio Brown's meltdown last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Defense is iffy. I mean, the Raiders are the Raiders. They're train wreck as it is. Uh, moving to Las Vegas this year, new stadium, new new faces. Uh very talented wide receiver, not a very big man, five foot eleven, one hundred ninety pounds, but more weapons for Derek Carr, and I'd like to see where this goes. My mom's a big Raider fan, so I really hope this goes really well for him. I think so too, and hopefully the new stadium can spark some teams. But more often than not, it really doesn't change much. But we'll see. It, it'll be interesting, and Derek Carr has another weapon. And speaking of the stadium, I will say Allegiant Stadium which is where the Raiders are going to be playing, looks amazing. So it'll be cool. Now they've got two pro teams in, in Vegas, the Golden Knights in the NHL, and now the Raiders of the NFL. So, you know, good for Vegas. But 
We'll see what the Raiders do. Moving on to pick number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Iowa offensive lineman Tristan Wirfs. I love this pick. Well, I mean, you got to draft a good quarter. I mean, a good defense, good offensive lineman when you got a 50-year-old quarterback slinging it back there. <laughs> I mean, Big Ten offensive lineman of the year, and a lot of great offensive linemen come out of the Big Ten, and he was the offensive lineman of the year, 2019, first team all Big Ten. Big guy, 6'5", 320 pounds. Great pickup for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Absolutely. And the University of Iowa, if there's one thing they're good at, it's producing really good offensive players, Noah Fant being one of them, tight end. T.J. Hawkinson, Detroit T- Lions. Absolutely, T.J. Hawkinson. I was, I was just thinking him too. And now they have Tristan Wirfs in there to protect Tom Brady. And uh, so I think that's a good pick for Tampa Bay. Very, very smart on their part. Moving on to pick number 14, the San Francisco 49ers. They went with South Carolina defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw. This is going to be a sleeper guy for me because he didn't get all the big accolades like all these other guys did in college. He just went out, did his job, tackled people, mm-hmm. did great, was good at what he did, and 6'5", 325 pounds, and already a stacked 49ers team. I think he should fit in pretty well. I think so, too. He gets to play right alongside Nick Bosa, which the, the 49ers defense was just insane, in my opinion. And when they played the Packers, they 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 all admit they shut us down twice. I think all in all, the 49ers were better than the Packers last season. So honestly, I think no matter who San Francisco drafted, I think they were going to be set. So drafting another D tackle is just going to make their their defense even more dominant. And they picked another pick in the first round, and you'll hear more about that coming up. Moving on to pick number 15, Alabama wide receiver Jerry Judy, drafted by the Denver Broncos. I am a huge fan of this pick. Jerry Judy, a very solid wide receiver, and it gives Drew Locke another weapon. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, if you saw how the Broncos picked this year, they picked speed, speed, and more speed. Because, I mean, if you got the Kansas City Chiefs in your division – Expect to go 42-40 to 40 because, let's be honest, Chiefs defense ain't that great. Uh, Drew Locke's going to sling it. That's what their mindset is. Like, we got to outscore the Chiefs if you want to yeah. win the division. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but, I mean, Super Bowl champs, come on. They're very good. Yeah, and the thing is, you're, you're asking yourself, how do you outrun the Chiefs? And... I'll be honest, you don't. You know, you you just got to try to figure out a way to grind it out slow and tr- just tr- just try to grind the game out. I know I say that a lot, but like you said, they need some more speed. They've got the girth on the offensive line, and drafting Noah Fant last year was a good pick for him. And Drew Locke, he's going to keep continuing to get better and better. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it goes well for the Broncos. And Drew Locke and Jerry Judy. Moving on to pick number 16 from the Atlanta Falcons, Clemson cornerback A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell is a very talented cornerback out of Clemson. Bigger guy, 6'1", 200, 
first team All ACC and won a national title with Clemson. Very good pickup. Uh, the Falcons lost one of their better corners, Desmond Tufant, to the Detroit Lions this year, so that was a big, big need for them. And I think they did a good job with Terrell. I think so too. So yeah, they struggled really a lot defensively. So drafting defensive-minded in the first round, I believe, was a good pick for Atlanta. Moving on to pick number 17 for the Dallas Cowboys out of the University of Oklahoma wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, very, very talented. 6'2", 200. First team All-Big 12, All-American. Great, great guy to throw to. You got Dak Prescott. You got Zeke Elliott. Could be a very dangerous team, but 8-8, baby. America's team. Yeah, I love to make fun of the Cowboys. I really do. I, I, I still like to make fun of them over that uh, attempted ice the kicker attempt on Mason Crosby when he nailed that field goal again, but that's a topic for another conversation. But I honestly think this was a pretty good pick for the Dallas Cowboys because you've got Zeke at running back. You've got Dak Prescott, and it just seems like their offense has just been run, run, run. So they need to figure out how to pass the ball more. So drafting a wide receiver, I believe, was a good pick. I think you'd be a little lenient on the Cowboys with their new head coach, former Packer, Mike McCarthy. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I like Mike McCarthy. He'll always have a place in Green Bay's heart. We won the 2011 Super Bowl with him, our 13th world championship. So, you know, I hope Mike McCarthy has a great career. I think the Packers may have fired him too early, but they, they should have let him go at the end of the year instead of midseason a couple years ago. So I hope McCarthy has a good year. So moving on, another Miami Dolphins pick, another offensive lineman out of USC, Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson, uh, very talented. You don't hear much about Pac-12 because, I mean, most of their games start at 9, 10, <laughs> 11 o'clock at night, so most of the people are asleep. But – very, very talented. First team, all Pac-12. Uh, big body, 6'5", 322. Very talented, very quick on his feet. Watch some film on him. He's got great footwork for a big old man and a big need for a, for a quarterback who's just coming off a broken hip. Absolutely. And, you've, and of course, they just drafted Tua, and they're following the same theme. It just seems like we're seeing it more and more. They drafted a quarterback. Now they drafted a guy to protect him. So another good pick by Miami. And pick number 19 by the Las Vegas Raiders. And they went with another quarterback. No, I'm sorry. That was a different team. They went with a quarterback, Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett is another quarterback out of Ohio State. Uh, six foot, 195 pound. Second team, first team, second team, all Big Ten player. Uh, very talented and uh, fills a need for those Raiders. I think so too. And, uh, you know, the defense has been a struggle with them. It's really kind of hard to get excited when talking about the Raiders because the past two years they've, they've been a dumpster fire, to say the least. So it's hard to say whether any of their picks will work out. I hope they all do. So we'll see what happens. Good luck to the Raiders. Pick number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars went with LSU linebacker Kalevon Scheisse. Very talented. Well, as all these players are, I mean, first round. 
Uh, it's Dad Bush when I say very talented because we already know they are. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, you are right. He's a former first-team All-SEC player, uh, won a national title with LSU, big, big outside linebacker, six foot three, 255 pounds. Uh, once again, a great fit for the rebuilding Jaguars, and let's just see where it goes for him. I hope they – I wish the best for him. I do, too. Uh, I've always liked the Jaguars. I mean, of course, they're not my favorite team, but hopefully they can make some noise this year. Pick number 21 by the Philadelphia Eagles. They went with TCU wide receiver Jalen Rager, another weapon for Carson Wentz. Yeah, uh, very shocking pick to me, actually, because it was only shocking to me because I've never heard of Jalen Rager before. And then I went into it and looked at some stats uh Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year in 2017, and he was a two-time second-team All-Big 12. And uh, very good player. Uh, Carson Wentz needs the weapons, and uh, wish him the best. I think so, too. And I've got some friends down at TCU that got to watch this guy play quite a bit. So congratulations to Jalen Rager. Pick number 22, another LSU product drafted by the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. And as a Packers fan, this scares me because Kirk Cousins has another weapon. Yeah, after losing Stephon Diggs this year, you just replace him with a young stud in Justin Jefferson. I can't believe Jefferson fell this far down in the draft. I thought this dude was an animal for yeah, the- Joe Burrow last year. I uh, think, yeah, I, th- I think Jefferson was a steal. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a, I mean, getting him... At 22, that's a steal. Yeah. Uh, six foot one, 202 pounds, second team All SEC, won a national title with LSU. Uh, great pickup, great under the radar pick. He slid, I, I thought he slid way down for what I thought. And uh, as a Lions fan, a little scary for Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins is very underrated. A lot of people like to talk trash on Kirk Cousins, but he is a very, very talented quarterback, and they just got him another weapon. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a tough team to play against. Minnesota's always had a good team. Kirk Cousins, I agree. He's a very underrated quarterback. Overpaid, Uh, though. Yeah, I I think that's fair, too. But um, the two times I played the Packers, I think Minnesota had an opportunity to win both games. But I think the Packers, all in all, were just a more balanced team, but Kirk Cousins really had to carry them both times. So he's got another weapon. And we'll go with pick number 23 by the Los Angeles Chargers out of Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray, a six foot two, 235-pound linebacker from Oklahoma. First team All-Big 12, uh, Big 12 Defensive Freshman of the Year in 2017. Very talented. Played on a bunch of college football playoff teams. Uh, very talented and once again going to a rebuilding Chargers gets to play with Joey Bosa on yeah. the D-line and uh, let's see how that can go with them uh, wish them the best yeah and I think they're the first team that we've seen that got a quarterback and then didn't immediately draft an offensive lineman so you know kind of testing the waters a little bit they have good solid acquisition although for the Chargers Pick number 24, New Orleans Saints. They drafted Michigan center Cesar Ruiz. Cesar Ruiz, uh, not a very, very big talked-about name. Uh, 
he's been a second team, third team, Big Ten guy. But I mean, in the Big Ten, getting I wouldn't complain about getting second team or third team. Uh, going to do good for the Saints. Going to be a good center for Drew Brees. Uh, six foot three, three hundred and seven pounds. Need him protecting Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, all of them. Just got another weapon for the offense. Absolutely, and their defense has always been solid. So I think it's a good idea to pick up another center. Pick number 25 from the San Francisco 49ers. Another weapon for Jimmy Garoppolo out of out of Arizona State, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk kind of came out of nowhere for the 49ers. Uh, first team all Pac-12 in 2019. Great wide receiver from Arizona State. Great pickup for the 49ers. Another target for Jimmy G to throw to. I think so, too, and I think it's just going to make their team even more stacked. Just crazy to see them get two picks in the first round after making it to the Super Bowl last year. So they're going to be scary to play against, and it wouldn't surprise me to see them back there again next year, but this time win it. Let's see, and pick number 26, and in my opinion, the most questionable pick in the 2020 NFL draft, Utah State quarterback, Drafted by the Green Bay Packers, and yes, you heard that right, the Green Bay Packers drafted quarterback, Jordan Love. It was by far, as of right now, my favorite pick of the first round because the Packers did not do anything in this draft to make their team better now. They built for the future, and I don't think that sat well with Aaron Rodgers, but I know anybody who knows Aaron Rodgers, it ain't going to affect his play. He's going to go out and play while he's still there. He's going to mentor Jordan Love. I don't think he really wanted to be that guy, but I think he'll do it. I think he probably knew that it was coming eventually. but And I I heard some people saying they're kind of right, too. They said the Packers were one game away from the Super Bowl last year, and they didn't get Aaron Rodgers another weapon. They got him a headache. Yeah. But here's the deal. When Rodgers was drafted, Brett Favre was 35 years old. Aaron Rodgers is 36 years old now. So I think it's time because the, the Packers, when you, when you hear about the Green Bay Packers, what position sticks out to you the most? Quarterback. You, you look at guys like Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, all Hall of Famers. They see Jordan Love as possibly being that guy. I think he's got the potential to do it. it as a Packers fan, it's going to be interesting to see but now that we've got a good, solid backup quarterback, because look at what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. He had to play behind Alex Smith and uh, finally slid into that starter role. I hate to see Aaron Rodgers go, but he's not going to be around forever, but he's still got some time left in him. And in the meantime, Jordan Love can sit back and learn from him and still get some reps too. Just very questionable at the moment, but as a – Knicks, as a Packers fan, hopefully it works out for the long haul because that is obviously what the Packers were going for. Absolutely. And they also drafted a quarter, uh, running back in round two because they have Aaron Jones, who basically played everywhere offensively. So they're obviously thinking long haul. I hope it works out for them. So we'll see. As a Packers fan, I hope it happens. Hopefully they get back to the Super Bowl. But we'll move on to pick number 27 by the Seattle Seahawks, Texas Tech linebacker, Jordan Brooks. And I like what the, what the Seahawks did here because they were just 
a tad worse than the San Francisco 49ers. They almost had him. They were one yard away. Nah, was it even one yard, man? Like a quarter yeah. length away? <laughs> like, oh. the, like the length of a quarter. But, yeah, I think this is a good solid pick for Seattle, especially when you're playing in the NFC West, a very solid division. Any division with the San Francisco 49ers in it is a tough division. So drafting a linebacker is a good choice, in my opinion, for the Seattle Seahawks. When you think of Texas Tech, you don't think of defense. You think of 50 to 40 games. And uh, seeing a defensive guy from Texas Tech being taken, I think that's pretty cool. A six-foot, 240-pound linebacker, uh, first-team All-Big 12, uh, second-team All-American 2019, uh, very talented guy, and uh, see what he can do for them Seahawks. I think so, too, and it's kind of surprising, too, because I, I expected them to pick this guy who got picked very next by the Baltimore Ravens linebacker out of LSU, Patrick Queen, and really I think this was a steal for Baltimore. In Very under-the-radar guy. I think so, too. I, I think Patrick Queen is a steal. To go all, to be picked 28th and by the Baltimore Ravens, that's just another weapon for John Harbaugh's defense. So Just to, just to get better. Getting yeah. better every time. Absolutely. And I thought maybe the Packers would go after him, but I think our defense, our defense wasn't terrible, but why not have another guy? We'll see. But Patrick Queen, back back to him. Very solid year with LSU. I thought maybe if we didn't pick him, Seattle would pick him, but they didn't pick him. And then Baltimore picked him up. So, like I said, Patrick Queen was a steal in this draft going 28th. So, good for him. Pick number 29 by the Tennessee Titans, who were also one went away from the Super Bowl before falling to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Georgia offensive lineman Isaiah Wilson, a guy to protect Derrick Henry. Yeah, uh, very, very big man, 6'6", 350, but he is a great run blocker. He had DeAndre Swift in his backfield, uh, wide holes for him, and uh, they need to protect Ryan Tannehill so he can hand it off to Derrick Henry. Uh, (laughs) Second team All-SEC he was a, a big old All-American in high school. Uh, great pickup. They needed line. They got what they needed. I like what the Titans did. Um, I like them re-signing Tannehill. I don't think he was the best option out there, but they got a quarterback and locked him up. Still yeah. got a great, great running back in Derrick Henry. I think this is a very good pick for him. Yeah. Derrick Henry, I think, uh, I think he's probably the most powerful running back in the NFL. That's just my opinion. Big, big man. Big dude. And to get another run blocker in there, I think that's very heads-up thinking by Tennessee. I knew they'd probably do something like that, so I'm glad they followed through with it. And pick number 30, Noah Igbenejean out of Auburn, drafted a quarterback drafted by the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, a, a third first-round pick for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, very under-the-radar guy. I don't hear much about him. Didn't have – wasn't a second – third first team all anything in college but he went out there did his job and did his job good and it earned him a first round draft and very talented player uh five foot 11 200 pounds and them dolphins are just getting draft picks and getting better i think so because 
in the first round, they didn't focus on one side of the ball. Well, let's recap. First, they drafted Tua, and then their next pick was a uh, offensive lineman, Austin Jackson. And now they've shifted to defense, which is is a smart decision, I, I believe. If you've got three first-round picks, you've got two solid offensive guys, and now you've got a good defender. Very solid pick by Miami. And pick number 31 for the Minnesota Vikings out of TCU, cornerback Jeff Gladney. Very talented cornerback out of TCU. Five foot ten, 190 pounds. First team all Big 12. Uh, he's probably the guy they had guarding C.D. Lamb and earned him an all Big 12 spot. Uh, another added piece to the Minnesota Viking defense, which is going to be much needed. Great pick, good pick, and uh, hopefully it doesn't work out very well for the Vikings. Yeah, because both of our teams, <laughs> I know, I know that kind of that kind of stinks to say that, but sorry, Jeff Gladney. I was I was gonna say because I'm a Packers fan, you're a Lions fan. Both of our teams are in the same division as Minnesota, so I think it's gonna work out well for Minnesota. Grudgingly, I say that, but hopefully, hopefully not good enough to beat either the Lions or the Packers. And now we are at the bottom of the list for first-round draft picks. Pick number 32 by the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs out of LSU running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. This guy kind of came out of nowhere for me this year. I've never heard of this guy's name before 2019, and he came out and first-team All-SEC running back, uh, national champion, Uh, 5'7", 210 pounds, a very good build for a running back. He's... Not big. He's not small. He's good running back size. He is fast. He is sharp, sharp runner, and uh, running back for the Chiefs. What do you think? Honestly, there were so many Chiefs fans, well, friends of mine, that weren't really disappointed by this pick. They were more surprised. And uh, when they saw Clyde edwards hilaire got drafted by the Chiefs, they were like, "Who? Really? Okay." <laughs> they, they, they drafted a running back, but I think it's a good pick. Because they haven't really had that one set running back. A couple of years ago, it was it was between uh, Kareem Hunt and Spencer Ware, and Spencer Ware kind of slid into that job a little bit more along with uh, along with a couple other guys. So and now they got Damian Williams, who came up big last year for him. And then they've got another guy to compete with him, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. But I think really, no matter who the Chiefs picked, I think they were going to be solid. I think their biggest need was probably a punter since Colquitt's gone, but you're not going to draft a punter in the first round. Unless, unless if you're Seabass, Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah. <laughs> Picked seventh overall by the Oakland Raiders. Raiders are going to Raider. Sorry, Mom. Pick a punter <laughs> in the first round. Actually, actually, he was a kicker, but still. Still, a kicker, punter. He could do it all. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that's a good solid pick for KC. I think they were going to be okay no matter who they picked. But, you know, good, still a good pick. So that's all we got as far as first-round draft picks. Let us know who, who you think was a good pick, who do you think wasn't a good pick. But that's about all we have here on Nighthawk Sports. Our next episode probably going to be, be released sometime next week. We're going to talk about each team. And who did good in the draft, who didn't do so good in the draft, 
And we're going to talk about some Mizzou players that got drafted and then some that got signed by teams. But thank you all so much for joining us here on Nighthawk Sports, and we will talk to you next week.